Welcome to episode 140 of the Muck Podcast, a member of the Odd Pods Media Network. Listen in as we discuss the dark and sometimes weird true stories in American politics. I'm Tina Hadamio. And I'm Hillary Doherty. Oh, look how cute you are. Oh, Listen, I changed so I my have, shirt. I oh, 2022. I know. You designed. I did design it for the dolphins. I love the heart. Yeah. I, just, I love it. Last it's time we so did it uh, for 2020, it was just the rainbow colors, but we have to yeah. include trans and we need to include the, the, um, everyone in the hearts. Yes. So no problem. It only took me 20 hours to figure it out. Cause Alfredo's very demanding. He's uh, very, he's oh, a, you know, oh, he's you know. a perfectionist, but then everything he's, turns out beautiful. Perf- yes. Uh, my sanity has gone at the end of it, but sure. The fucking graphic looks great. <laughs> the graphic looks great. Um, oh my God. We should switch up sometime where I do the opening. Like let's throw people off. Or I'm oh, like, that would be fun. The- <laughs> yeah, oh my know. God. That would be so fun. So I just have to say, I love Alfredo and I don't think um, people realize the mm. amount of work that goes into running an organization and running an organization. Well, there, we have been parts of various boards and they've all been lovely boards. Um, but the work of the dolphins, I don't think it would be anything what it was with, with, without being under the, the helm of Alfredo. Like Absolutely. he works tirelessly. No, it's incredible. Um, it's... And he, and it is because he's so particular and because he wants it to be professional and he wants it to be good, that it's as good as it is. Absolutely. And it's easy sometimes I feel like to stand on the sidelines and critique when you don't like realize like when you're in the thick of it of like what of what the work is and the worst Um, the thing to me that's like I don't think people really acknowledge is or recognize that we're volunteers like this Alfredo (laughs) alone probably gives thousands and thousands of thousands of hours I don't even uh, know and without without any sort of there's no monetary payment which is again we've said this on the podcast many times before most of political organizations are run by people for free. Like these are volunteers who are involved in doing it because they want the best for their community or their club or their caucus, whatever it is, they're doing it for the good of the party. That's what they like to say. For the good of the party. For the good of the party. Because there is no money, number one. Number two, it's like you're doing this in an effort to get something else done. Like ours is to get it now, right now is to get out the vote, right? So we're like trying to do fundraisers and earn money, sell t-shirts. You can get this on, yeah. I guess I'm going to shill. Can I shill for the dolphins on, on muck? I mean, if people want to buy yeah. a t-shirt and you can support, go to Dolphin, you can go to dolphindems.org and buy a t-shirt. It's $20. I think it's 28 if you want shipping or Alfredo will drive it to wherever you are. Like, he, he will, will drop it. it off within Broward County. I mean, which is fuck again, incredible, but uh, you can wear these when you're canvassing. You can wear these when you walk for candidates. They're nonpartisan. Yeah. Um, yeah. and, and it's a great t-shirt to promote voting, but we're doing those things to, uh, make endorsement cards to promote candidates that are pro LGBTQ. I mean, all of this is an effort to like get people to go out and vote and, and, and um, educate voters and form voters and do all of that leading up to the November election, which is going to be yeah. here before we know it. And, oh my uh, God, it Florida's is. got a I'm lot, we got a lot on the, on at stake here. Oh my God. Yeah. Don't remind me. Yeah. Oh, wait, we do a political podcast. <laughs> mm. um, um, I'm, you know, I, we, we recorded, we're recording two today, like I said. So this, so whenever you hear this on September 14th, just please know that yeah. if something, if the world has fallen oh, apart some, and, guess and the what? podcast something, still comes something out, will, something, something will, will happen. happen. Yeah, something, something will happen. Will happen. Uh, whatever it is, please know that we're not ignoring it, that we yeah. are because we're recording two weeks we're early. Just, uh, yeah um and and that's why I sometimes it is hard to do it weekly but I like that we do it weekly because there's so many things that happen and it feels stale talking about it three weeks later you know what I mean like we used to do that remember we used to do two weeks uh two weeks ahead of time and it gave us a good buffer in case something happened we had that buffer yeah but but it is it's for for our timely for news and the way that this world works now like we have to do it we can't yeah. yeah um but I would be remiss if I didn't mention the documents they keep coming up that they found oh. at Trump's thing at Trump's uh, Mar-a-Lago, his golf club. It's not, he, uh, he needs it's not to a red, jail. You know, he, he lives there, but this is a golf resort. It's a people, place where people go golfing. It's a public place where he sold our country. 
Let's I think stop. he's fucked here. I think he's really fucked here. I hope so. Yeah, because Bill, you know, Bill Barr, people... his attorney general, is oh, on that CNN, guy. but he or he was on. I'm sorry, Fox News, talking about all of the things that they found and how it, how he jerked around the FBI and he jerked around the National Archives and like he's fucked. He's the fucked. day of reckoning is going to come for that family mm. and all the people who are are behind him. I, I just, I, I can't wait to have a conversation with the people I know mm. who supported that man as president. Well, the problem here, and will, will always be the problem moving forward, unfortunately, until there's a major fucking explosion of like, everybody comes back down to earth because they're all floating into outer space somewhere, some fucking other place. I don't know I don't, where they are. Know. They're in either. La La Land somewhere. And I don't know. One day, I hope everybody comes back down to earth. <laughs> Uh, they don't have, me listen, too. I don't ever need someone to say to me, oops, I was wrong. You don't have to say that to me. Just move on from defending this motherfucker. Let's get yes. back to like, here's baseline yes. truth. Like, let's just get down to baseline truth. Like, let's get back to that. I don't know uh, if we can. I don't know if we can either. But if Bill Barr is saying that he's, my my, the, my favorite things, a couple of things is this is like Trump was like the picture where it's like all spread on the floor. He's like, I'm not a slob. I wouldn't leave things like that. And that's like, that's not, that's what you're concerned about. Like what the documents look like instead of like, what you're the, the guy that threw, what did he were? throw? Ketchup on the wall? Oh my Give God. me a break. This guy, this guy, it's crazy. It's, I can, I wish, you know, in 50 years, yeah. it's going to be so interesting. Mm. You know, we'll, we'll, we, we'll potentially, we'll be old in our little Calm old down. folks home. Come down. And be we'll be I'll be able, lucky to be alive in 50 years. Yeah. But if we're lucky to be alive in 50 years, mm. I would love to see how this era is being discussed. Yeah. You know, I want to see the documentaries. I'm just from, from a lens of people who maybe are kids now or grown 30 up, years you know, removed. removed. Yeah. And looking back, I, I, yeah. I'm curious to see. Me too. What because because the other part of it sound is like. the difference now compared to like Nixon's Watergate is yeah. there's a daily, if not hourly recording of where yeah. people stood. We know yeah. where you stood. It's that's never going away, right? Permanent. Yeah. What is it? Pub- public and permanent. Is that what public you and permanent? Yeah. That shit's never going away. What you said on the news, what you said on Twitter, what you said on your Facebook live videos to defend this motherfucker. Everybody will know 50 years from now where the fuck you stood. Yeah. There's no turning back now. Like there is. And but- all these people like, uh, like, uh, what's that dumb bitch's name? Um, Ann Coulter oh. is now like, oh, Trump's awful. Everybody's turning their back on oh, Trump. And he, she's good. turning their back on him. She wrote I a mean, whole book in defense of Trump or something of like well, Trump's slang. I don't know. She made a whole book. She's an opportunist. Of course. And she makes money off of selling horrible people. Again. And then now is trying to make money off of turning her back on yeah. him, even though she was part of the Again, machine that put him up. She there. does not care about the country. No. No, well, no, no. I was. It, it, this is shifting gears a little bit, but the thing that is frightening about when you were talking about, like, here's the video, here's this. I was reading about sort of the FBI looking into that technology because, mm-hmm. like, that, um, like, there could be a video of me. Someone could take this, and manipulate it, and show me speaking, and it looks and sounds like me, but it's not me. Yeah. And I think they said that it's within the next, like one to five years mm. that like people will like regular people on their computers will have the ability to manipulate and oh create God. these. And then how do we discern between that's what the president said and that's what didn't say. And, you know, Hey, we're going to launch a nuclear war, right? Like the stuff that people could say it's wow. that yeah. part to me, the more that we progress to decipher through what's real and the and the way that propaganda is going to work mm. is the thing that frightens me for the future absolutely you know? yeah of course that's the thing that frightens me because it's one thing with propaganda and speaking and, and putting things out it's another when you're like manipulating video of like what people are saying and doing mm. i don't know well the, the other thing about that happened this week that i thought was fantastic and maybe i'm i'm hoping is a um uh an indication of where we'll be with Trump in, in a few years is that Sarah Palin was running for a house seat in Alaska. Oh yeah. And she lost I to an uh, indigenous woman who's a Democrat. <clears throat> and she was on this video going, I guess it's what Alaska wants. I don't know. Yeah, I guess it is. it's what Alaska it wants. And it's like, 
that's for she's 14 years removed from her craziness and of what yeah. we thought was what we thought was crazy at the time can you imagine so maybe that she doesn't seem as crazy yeah. I mean, she's crazy but like you don't ever hear from her she kind of mm -hmm. disappeared she was this reality star for a while and her family's wild and like she kind of disappeared for a while and then she pops up to run like maybe 10 years from now that's what Trump will be for us, this blip of like someone trying to just pop up. But like you don't see Sarah Palin, you know, fanatics still coming out and supporting her. It's like she's kind of gone away. And I'm hoping but she like in, her own, the... in her own home state where she used to be governor and she runs for a fucking house seat, she loses. Then we're, we're all right. Like Alaska's all I right. I hope so. I saw that and I was like, oh, my God, please. It's a possibility. I mean, she was as wild. I mean, Trump was the pinnacle of crazy but like I mean, this this that, that well we have DeSantis so let's not let's not it's true <laughs> we're in trouble we're in trouble with this guy we're in big, oh, big oh. Trouble. the country is in huge trouble like yeah. I, it's, I, but well, here's I, the part that we know we've known this is coming we've known he's gonna run for president for at least four years and that's oh. not for another two years so like Mm -hmm. We know he's coming. I hope people are getting prepared for this and getting ready. I hope the Republican yeah, Democratic Party. Party. Yeah. I hope you're ready oh, well, because ready. I have family in different states that like him. They just want to win. So maybe they'll be okay with DeSantis. I don't know, but his he's extreme. He's an extreme, extreme this example. Is, he's testing the waters. Yeah. Here. Of what he can do. Mm -hmm. And we're suffering yeah. I don't think people realize how bad we're suffering in Florida. Yeah. Or they care. Oh, I also wanted to mention that I'm obsessed with Mark Marin. Do you know who Mark Marin is? Mark Marin. He's a comedian, but he also is like one of the very first like podcasters. He has a show called WTF. It's with what the fuck they call it, WTF. Oh. And I feel he, like he does I interviews. He does interviews. Oh, I might know this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are so good, Tina. His interviews, Wait, like interviewing people at like... Um, they He does a lot of comedians because he's a comedian, which I love because I love when like I dissecting like jokes, dissecting comedy. But he interviews actors and like authors. It is so fucking good because you could tell he's got like notes that he's looking at. Yeah. But somebody answers a question and he'll just take this other road and... Uh, I heard him on the podcast recently. It was like an old episode because I'm just like bopping through and listening yeah. to different people that I like. And he's someone's like, you're such a great interview. And he said he just he considered he when he think when he talks to somebody, he said it's like pulling a thread. So as soon as something is said, he just like starts. He's like, oh, there's something there. And he like pulls it to see what else comes out. So you hear people talking about their lives, like even actors that you've known forever and things you've never known about them because he just goes down these roads and he weaves this thing. And it's so fucking oh good. I gotta listen I need something new and to I think he's to. like charming in a way like he does this in his garage you know so he's charming in the way that you're like sitting in his garage with him and he's it's not pretentious yeah it's just like, and he's relaxed. just like this so he's really smart and funny I don't know I'm like obsessed with this podcast I keep going through and listening to all these different episodes but a year ago, uh, well, actually it was in 2020 and like June, 2020, he had a girlfriend, they were together for a year and she started to feel sick and they thought it was COVID. She's a director. Uh, she's done uh, like six or seven movies. Her name's Lynn Shelton. And they were together for a year and she starts to feel sick in June, 2020. And they go to the hospital, they test her. It's not COVID. They send her home and she just gradually was getting more and more sick over a few days. And then she goes back into the hospital and she dies. <gasps> And it ended up being a form of cancer, like this cancer that just moved so quickly. And they, I don't know if she had been feeling sick before that and didn't go to the hospital because of COVID. I remember March was 2020. Yeah, so, you couldn't go, yeah. so she dies. So uh, I didn't realize any of this until I'm listening to later episodes. And he did one with Andrew Garfield, the actor yeah. who played Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, I love him. That is such a great episode. But his mom died in the middle of COVID from cancer. And so they start talking about their losses and they're both crying oh it's fucking crazy good where i'm just like oh my god it's so good but so a lot of his episodes in the last few years have been about you know he mentions her or he starts to cry during the episode oh. talking about her so i went back because when somebody dies they'll put an episode up like when um, bob saget died he's like remembering bob saget and he'll put up yeah. an interview he did with him well i go back to right in june when she died 
And he always has a little intro beforehand. And then he goes, well, here's the, he's crying. He's like, Lynn died two days ago. And he's like crying. And he's, he tells like what happened, like what I just told you. And he's like, here's the episode where she first came on the podcast. He's like, I was hesitant to have her on because I guess she was friends with, or had worked with his ex-wife. And so he didn't know like how that would work out. He's like, but you can hear instantly we were connected. Like there was like this easy, like at ease. So I start listening to this and I'm crying the whole fucking time because you can hear this like beautiful thing. And like, she was married at the time. And I guess he was in a relationship at the time, but still there was something that was building that was so special. It's just, I don't know. It's, it's so fucking good. It's such a great podcast. I can't wait to listen to this. Oh my God. So he's like this podcast, like originator. You know what I mean? Like a, yes. Fucking great, Tina. Gotta listen Ugh. to it. Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to share that because I think he's amazing. I'm I'm a little obsessed and I keep looking to see if he's coming here because I'm like, fuck, I want to meet Mark Ooh. Maron so badly. Like I would love to meet Mark Maron. Let's get him on the podcast. <gasps> Make oh it happen. God. Make it happen. Oh my God. I would we'll, die. we'll go to a meet and greet. Mm. And then we'll be like, hey, come on our show. Oh my God. I would love it. He's so cool. Mm. A lot cooler than me. Oh, All right. Oh, most people are though. <laughs> oh, please. You're right. the coolest of the cool. Oh, God, please, girl. Oh, wait, it's my What's time. Your yes, you're my first. time to go first. Let's go. Okay. Today, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you the story of former district court judge Jared Culkins. Buckle up. This is this story's, you know. Not as fun as the last one. Okay. His last episode. All right. So Jared Culkins earned a seat as first district judge, but when he gets caught paying for sex workers, he finds himself on the other side of the bench. So our story (sighs) takes place in Monroe County, Michigan. Legalized sex work. Yes. So, and I'm going to talk about that. Mm. I really don't have an issue with the sex work. There's, there's an, another component of the story that I have very great issue with. Okay. So our story takes place in Monroe County, Michigan. And according to Ballopedia, Calkins got his law degree from the university of Toledo college of law. He worked as a trial lawyer for 10 years. He focused on family and criminal law. And then in 2014, he was elected to a six-year term to the Michigan first judicial court. And so Basically, I'm just going to jump right into it because he, you know, there was nothing really stellar about his career. This happens, you know, he's elected in 2014. He's, you know, gets sworn in 2015. This happens um, in 2016. So he doesn't serve for, you know, there's not much about his judicial career. I mean, he was a judge and nothing remarkable. He won awards as lawyers and things like that as a lawyer. Mm. But from October 2015, to June 2016, Culkins was caught under surveillance of a prostitution ring. And that's oh, their no. word, not mine, because, okay. you know, we use the term sex worker. Now, here's the thing. Like I said, sex work should be legal um, because if it were legalized, it would be safer for those involved with sex work. The issue that I have with this story okay. is the violence mm. that he enacted Oh no! on these women and really... They are women, but I, I almost want to say girls because they were very, very young women. No. These were 19, 20, you know, 21 year old women. Oh my God. Yeah. Come and on, dude. Come on, dude. This is violence that they did not want to engage in. Right. right? They thought it was going to be, oh, you want to do some BDSM, you know, like kind of playful. And, and he takes it to really like a level of torture. It's remarkable that, that my opinion that I think this guy, you know, he's already released Mm. and I, my opinion is, I don't think this is a person who's going to stop doing this kind of stuff. Right. You know what I mean? I don't know. I I feel like when, when you're doing this kind of violence, like uh, maybe jail time will stop. Who knows? Um, I think he should have gotten a lot more, but we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. So Basically, um, he would go on to like um, different websites, OkCupid, you know, um, things like that, like dating sites, 
he was like in his 40s but he would present himself as like in his 30s and he never really like showed his full picture like he would be in suits and stuff but like not really show his face again he's a judge right give these so he got in trouble for a couple of things but he would pay for like uber rides and things like that and he went by the alias michael collins and he would often offer to these young girls like i'll be a sugar daddy so (sighs) he reported so the women did say like that he expressed like an interest in like sado uh masochism but again, they were like, oh, he just seemed like, oh, let's kind of try this out. You know what I mean? Like they didn't realize like what they were actually getting into. I mean, mm. he bound, gagged, beat, choked at least four of the women that he engaged with. And the other thing is, yeah, these girls were adults. They were a lot of them college students, you know, or young girls like trying to make ends meet, whatever. Um, 19, 20, 22 years old. But every single, and I have the affidavit and you can like read through the very detailed statements of, of their victim statements. They all said that they looked a lot younger than their age. So these are like 19 year olds that might look like they're 15 or 16. You know what I mean? And that was like the thing that he liked. This is and not good. This I know. is not good. No. So when these girls would connect with them, he would tell them like, I want to be your sugar daddy. I want to spoil you. Right. And then he would suggest that BDSM stuff. And they thought, again, it would be light and playful, but not the torture that he ends up presenting to them. And he ends up getting arrested, like in his office. So imagine he's a judge and they they show up at his office, Mm. throw him in handcuffs and walk him out. Like they could have done it at home, but you know, they're making a statement when they do that. And the DA bill shoot said at the time of arrest, quote, public officials must be held to a higher standard. And I will continue to work with law enforcement to ensure that we hold accountable anyone who violates the public trust. Mm. So in March 2018, he ends up getting charged with four counts of hiring sex workers, one count of transporting a person for that purpose. So the Uber, Mm -hmm. right? But then they drop all of those charges And they replace those charges with four felony counts of misconduct of a public official. And they do that because they want to protect the identities Mm. of these victims. Because the victims, right, they don't want, which is understandable, especially after what he does. Mm -mm. So some of the women, and I'm going to not go through all of it, but I want to give some of, so you can understand like what he was doing. Okay. Um, So prior to sentencing, the Toledo Blade reported how Calkins, quote, brutally whipped, beat, and electrocuted them. Jesus. For sexual gratification. And I read through and it and it, it was, I was just really shocked. Um, choking, strangling, um, the electrocution, and like electrocuting one girl, she said she was crying and like begging him like to stop. Mm-mm. And he was like uh, electrocuting her in her. Yeah. genital area yeah where then like she couldn't feel anything afterwards like oh it like God. damaged her ability to like trust men or be intimate like really like did a number on these young girls who thought like this was a guy who's going to be a sugar daddy and buy me gifts and you know because that's like a whole thing too and I think that's fine and again like if you want to engage in BDSM you're free to engage in that but when you're the thing that was the issue is that they had safe words. And when they would use the safe words, he would hurt them more. Oh my God. So he's not participating in this in the way that people should be participating in it. Right. Right. The whole thing. Well, the whole thing about that is like a Dom and a sub is that the Dom doesn't exist without the submissive being cooperative, like okay with everything. Like this doesn't exist without this person saying that that's what they want and if that if that doesn't exist this is not bdsm anymore it's not this working relationship this is now violence and that's right yes that's right there's no there's no permission that's given then you're not on the same page and it's not a consensual experience together you know yeah no this is really insane yeah i mean one of the words was yellow which meant like don't hit me as hard and when she used it he hit her harder 
Oh my God. And she said that the aggression like continued to escalate. And um, she said, quote, imagine a man who's six foot four hitting mm. you as hard as he could. And these are girls that are like these tiny, petite little girls. And he's just like beating them. Um, Jesus. Choking them. Again, electrocuting them. Um, like essentially like. That I don't get the electric. Like using objects on them. Oh, no, 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 no. You know? So he ends up pleading guilty to the four counts and he was sentenced to uh, one to five years with no possibility of alternative incarceration. So that means like no halfway house, no, you know, like you're in jail and that's it. And one to five years meant like after 12 months, you're eligible Mm. for parole. So The Toledo Blade reported that after the sentencing, Judge Archie Brown, who presided over the case, said, quote, if there ever comes a time when it's easy to put someone in a cage, then you're in the wrong line of business. I'm doing that today. And you know that, Mr. Culkins. So a lot of people, I think, also felt that because he was a judge, he maybe got like a lighter sentencing. Hmm. I feel like, I mean, when I read through what he was doing to these women, I mean, Again, these were young girls that were like thinking that they were meeting someone who was going to be the sugar daddy. One girl was like, I thought maybe I was going to be in a relationship. And she had like met him a couple of times and he like manipulated her and it it became this abusive thing where she thought like, well, maybe he'll like me more and he'll be with, you know, like what the fuck is going on? What the fuck is going on? I don't, uh, uh, I'm not in the place. Like I've done this, I've gone through this before in my head. I mean, it took me a while to get to the sex work thing. Like I, I want it to be legal because I want women to have these protections that they deserve. And, and, and especially in the trans community as well, trans women uh, to have that sort of protection that they deserve because it is work. The sugar daddy thing. I just, it's very, this is all very difficult for me. And I don't yeah. know if it's because I've always been like, I'm working and I'm going to take care yeah. of myself. And, and I try oh, to understand gosh. my privilege in that. I try to understand my, my place in all of that. I try to, I, I get it. But at the same time, unless you're in charge, you have no power. Like it, I feel like that's giving power to this other person, even if there's an understanding of it all. Right. I mean, well, some of them were like, well, I just thought it's I was just... going to be this arm candy. I thought I'm just going to be, but like, you know, this older guy wants a pretty thing on Ugh. the arm. I'm young and pretty. Buy me stuff. Let me be cute. Yeah, we'll hook up. Like, not a big deal. It's, and then, he, so... but then he, I mean, he took one of them to his home where his wife and children lived, snuck her in through the basement and had like, this whole like torture basement like set up and it I, again like w- one of the girls was like it wasn't until I was like crying and screaming like to please stop that like that's then when he was satisfied you know maybe what I, mean? I, I think I just had this very naive view of the whole thing like I, I don't know maybe the girls do feel like they're in control maybe this is a one-off like maybe this is one out of a hundred a thousand is a guy like this you know yeah. maybe there is this understanding and reality like we're just to, gonna have fun yeah and... reality to like but to me uh I mean I, I'm trying to be as feminist as I can right now yeah. but like being someone's arm candy sounds fucking horrific like to me right and 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 don't don't say anything about what I'm about to say okay. I couldn't that I could never be in that position either you know what I mean like no one would ever be like I'll pay you to be on my arm that's that would never oh. happen no but you know what I mean you know what those girls yeah. look like like whatever yeah. that image of this perfect most beautiful like 21 year old girl I was never that so maybe I was never in that position where it would be an offer to me but at the same time I think it's completely uh humil to me it'd be humiliating to be like someone's arm candy and like pay me because I look beautiful but also I love people like like I've said it before like Megan the Stallion or Cardi B who's like get that fucking money and do what you can like fucking a like be that feminist get that money I told like I as long as you're and, in and control and you be, understand, I get it. But like, look at this fucking guy. Like yeah, these girls thought they guy. were going and to. Then, I mean, the other side of that is, oh, you're going to be 
you know, hey, I'm this, you know, beautiful woman. I'm owning this space. I'm walking in with yes, this power. I, I guy love that. It and, makes me feel so good. Like I fucking and like, love here it. Here I am. And and I'm getting paid to do it and I'm having fun. And it's just yes, like and 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 yeah. and it's like so, I said, there's a reality it's to it. It's Let's not like, like we all see like that, like especially in Fort Lauderdale, like that blue martini. I don't know if you've ever been there, the, the, yeah. the blue martini. There's yes. always like a six-year-old guy with a 25-year-old yes. girl, and you're like, oh God. But it's like, you know what? They're living that like reality yeah. of like, maybe they're both on the same page of like, I'm older. I know that you're not like, yeah. you know, you're here Let's because of my money fun. and he's aware of it and that that's yes. how it goes. I mean, I don't know if you've noticed this because I know that you've been offline, but the last week is all on inter- the internet has been about Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, yeah. Breaking up with this girlfriend. She just had her 25th birthday and how he yeah. doesn't date girls older than 25. Yeah. He, like breaks they up with them. Ch- I saw a chart. Yeah, it's fucking insane. And, the, and like- the- I saw a funny meme about it though. That was like, you know, 25 is when your brain develops and that's when women realize like, I'm too much, like I need to get away from this guy. Yeah. You know, he's 47. But, he's yeah. 47. I know. And it's like a pattern of it. That, like, and that's seen a power. His whole life. It has to be a power. It is. It is. But, but also, then he's also like, I'm Leo DiCaprio. Like I could do whatever I want. Yeah. But it's also are, like, what, now you're known for it. It's not like, that. just like, is he, 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 I guess he's not embarrassed by that, but like, you, you know, you're known for like only dating girls at this certain age. Yeah. And by the way, you're 47. What the fuck are you talking to them about? Like, what are yeah. you, he's with them for years though at a time, right? Like they're dating for three years. Like what yeah. is happening in those three years? What is a 47 year old man talking to a 22 year old? He's about? not. What? They're just right? getting down. They're just getting down. And then he's like, all right, bye. Aren't you tired at that point? I guess not. I, 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 I think know. I underestimate the penis and the uh the draw I don't that, know right? the other one that they said is like that is uh our favorite Jeff Gold um what? Goldblum what about him he's only dated women very very much younger than him too. Jeff Goldblum's married you must be talking about somebody else his wife's like his age oh you know who you might be talking about is um it was Jeff somebody oh god I just thought of it and it went right out of my head dang it no, not not my beloved, not my beloved Jeff Goldblum. I thought that it was, and I was like, dang it, because I like him too. No, he's married. He's got kid. He's got a kid. Oh. His, wife, his wife's like, if she's ten years younger, maybe, but they've been married for a long time. But she's older. Yeah. She's like closer okay. to his age. Dang it! Correct us. Send us an email. But I, I don't know. I, I, I maybe I just there's a part of me that's just like don't you want isn't there somebody you can meet that's like meets all of those things that's like yeah. beautiful whatever if that's what you're I know, into but, we, but, but like can actually hold a conversation our, with you I think it's also part of our culture unfortunately where there's an expiration date it seems on women and not on men right. especially in like the Hollywood world you know right I mean, look um, at George Clooney. George Clooney dated and dated, dated, and didn't want to ever get married again. Yeah. He had been married for a few years, like years ago. But then he meets this woman. She's gorgeous. Yes. She's a, an international, like a lawyer. Her, like yeah, she's, she's got she, it all together. Yeah, she's stacked. That resume is stacked, yeah. and that's who he marries. So, but you have to actually like open up your mind to date women that are closer to your age. Yeah. You know what I mean? That aren't like I mean he's not Leonardo DiCaprio is not even trying he's not even trying it's just like no. oh she's a model and she's 20 I'll take it yeah like, what the fuck maybe maybe he'll maybe he'll settle down one day oh it's so, it's so well like... this guy uh Culkins he this is what he had to say after mm. his sentencing according to Monroe News I was isolated I was attempting to fill a void I failed my wife and family and the community I did not maintain the moral standards that go along with being a judge yeah but let me just say something else before you go on okay. I also want to say this I'm not saying that these girls should not have been doing what they do they didn't deserve what happened to them no. at all when you get into these agreements you're right. supposed to be able to put a, a, a certain amount of trust into the other person and yes. they're supposed to trust and you that's I, and so they were trusting you, him we have safe words and he's yeah. ignoring that yeah. and he's so hurting them nobody and, deserves and this the other thing all. that he was doing was like they would be texting every single day and yeah. like feeling like like he was going to be in a relationship with them and leave his wife and like they were like I asked my friend and my friend was like well if he's going to leave his wife like give it a shot like maybe you could try the BDSM like because he's like oh would you be interested in so that's how he he like lured them in yeah yeah and only to hurt them like uh, yeah it's It's not good 
No. So that no, even if it's sex work, somebody doesn't deserve to be beaten or electrocuted or like these things are right. not okay. If you agree to it and yes. that's what you're into, yay. Yeah. But if you're like using your safe word and that is being ignored, like no. Yeah. No. Now you're just torturing. Right. I mean, these women all said that they now have, you know, oh, um, it's, it's PTSD. Over. Yeah, no. They're they're in therapy. They cannot trust um mm-hmm. relationship. Like he has and these are young girls, like now that the, that the relationships moving forward in their life, yeah, sort of stained, yeah, by this trauma that they went through with this jerk. Yeah, no, he's he's a shit. So he ends up getting disbarred, thankfully. Good. So he loses Thank his, you, Michigan. Yeah, um, uh, law license, and you know, I mean, I don't really have much as far as points of interest. Like the thing I just found like the most bizarre was like he's going to hotels, of course, to do this, but then he was like sneaking some of them like around back in his house it's like Mm -mm. you know like your family's there like you're you're torturing and hurting women and you're you know your your kids are potentially like upstairs very upsetting it's uh so this story like blew my mind and it blew my mind that he got one to five like with the uh, the idea that he could be released as soon as he could have been released I believe that he's out I do I, I should have double checked that but he's to me like when you're doing like when I was reading like the types uh, of like I mean strangling these women um I don't see him as someone that is gonna just stop doing Mm-mm. that you know Mm-mm. what I mean and he's clearly like maybe I don't I mean I don't want to assume things about his, his the sex life he has with his wife maybe they do light BDSM? No, he, well, apparently he told some of the girls that, like, my wife isn't into this. She won't do this stuff. Mm. And that's why he's, like, finding this outlet. Oh, wonderful. Imagine this wife. No, 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 no. Now, imagine, like, this is what you find out about your husband. You've got Mm -hmm. two young kids. No, 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 no. I can't even, I can't Uh, even imagine. Like, that's so fucked up it's so fucked up I tried to see like are they divorced are they still together like um and I I I couldn't there was really not much about her like I found her name um but I could not there was no statement from her there was no like you have to leave that they right you have to leave uh, you have to leave right I mean it's yes. one thing if you're like, oh, he's dating other people or he's having or like, affairs. Oh, he went this to, or, her, like, or like went to see a sex worker, like whatever. Like physical that's why, violence. Like, if, if this was just like a sex worker thing, I wouldn't have even done this story really. Yeah. It's what it was this other component that oh like. Oh my God. It's so messed up. Which is just shocking. It's so messed up. And he, I don't think he electrocuted all of them. Oh my God. And then God. some of these devices that he had, I, I, I was like, oh my God, these, these girls it's not good yeah so sorry that's my story oh that's it this, oh, okay. yeah. sadistic <laughs> yeah. judge Derek Hawkins uh, yeah sure another short and sweet but love it ugh. love it hate it yeah what a monster listen I I think that I think you know there's so it's so funny because you go to Netflix now and there's a show called um build me a sex room I don't know if you've watched any of it no it's really good it's got this like English almost like a nanny who's like an interior designer and that's what she does now somebody had asked her to design in the sex room and she was so into it she's like that's all she does now so the whole show is like you go and you meet this couple and it's like some of them look like very sweet couples like yeah. yeah we like this 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 and this and she's like okay and she builds room but most but what I feel like the show is really about is exposing the world to this idea of play like yeah. in the bedroom which I think there's nothing wrong which with is it fun. Yeah. yeah it's fun as long as you know you have a partner who agrees with it and goes right. is, is is into it too and i think that that's the most important part of it all because i'm not i'm not a, a stranger to some of these things but it's like you have to be able to have those conversations and say yeah. and i'm also at the age now where i go okay this is what i like right like yeah. here's the things that i know that i like and here's things that i'm curious about like you can have those conversations and then if the other person's like I'm good, then that's it. You don't then force them to do anything right. that they don't want to do. And right. and I think it's really sick of this person to, right. to do and this because he's not into BDSM. That's not even what this is. This is straight up fucking torture. That's yeah. what he was doing. And I don't think it's fair for him to assume that just because he is paying someone right. as a sex worker. Right. And, and the other thing that was 
that was interesting is this one girl, I, I, I just, the, the, you could see that the, she was still so naive, you know, because they are still like 19. It doesn't mean like when you turn 18, like suddenly, you know, I mean, now, like as women in our forties, we're like, God, if I only knew then, like, you know, what yeah. we know now, Yeah. she was like, you know, he said he was going to buy me gifts and he was going to do this. And, um, I kept waiting for him to give me a gift. And he just threw like $50 on the table. Like she, you know, she thought like that she was in this other thing with him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, he's I not wonder... looking at it like that. No, not at all. He's trying to make it sound like that. Yes. And I also think that her. there's this thing now, the sex positive uh, movement, which mm-hmm. again, I'm fucking here for, believe me, I am. But let's also talk about the dangers of the people who can be behind that. And they're, they're yeah. people who like seem like they're sex positive and they're all here for you but they're not good people. I think that that's really, really important to, to also say, it's not just like, you should be free with your body and you should feel, you should, um, not so free. What, what am I thinking? Like you have control, you can do it. You can, you can behave the way you want. You can, you know, all those things, but you also have to be careful because there's people who will take advantage of you and hurt you. And, and that really needs to be said, like, don't put yourself in dangerous situations. yeah, I don't know. Our friend, uh, we have a friend who wants to do the podcast like we that. We need to do it. She's uh, very great, really but she because it's uh, we need to one, have the conversation. One of the conversations I've had with her uh, was just about like showing me these messages she gets from fucking creeps on these websites where she says this. These are all the things that I like, and she's open sexually to things. And the creeps messages are like nine times out of ten are just like fucking bad, you know. And the way that they talk to her and it just. Ugh. I don't know. There's what there's a way to be sex positive, but also be fucking safe physically. Yeah. And I just don't know if these girls got that part of the message. No, you know? I think that they, you know, they're on like okay cupid. Like those oh are sites God. that are like dating sites. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's not it's not like they were on I, I don't yeah. know what whatever like a, it like would a, be. a sex like let's meet yeah. up for sex kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm Richie, aka Midnight Agent Raw. I'm Devin, a.k.a. Special Delivery Dev. We're the Super Media Bros Podcast. And each week, we give a comedically informative take on movies, music, television, pro wrestling, and much more. Check us out at SuperMediaBrosPodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else that you can listen to podcasts. Shades on. We're off. Okay, you ready? Yes. Today. So, remember, last week... I said, yes, 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 yes. I am covering former Speaker of the House in Tennessee, Glenn Casada. So I found him because he's in the news now. This is a current story that's happening and unfolding. Yay. Um, But again, another great (laughs) muck person. And I found him and uh, the other guy from last week, David Bird, from the same kind of story. So Glenn Casada was born on August 2nd, 1959. He graduated from Western Kentucky University with a bachelor's in agriculture and education in 1982. In 94, he was elected to the County Commission of Williamson County in Tennessee. And in 2003, he was elected to the Tennessee House of Representatives. Casada or Casada served as the majority leader in the House from 2017 through 2019. And in 2019, he was elected Speaker of the House but he didn't serve in that position for very long. Um, here's something fun about him. Uh, in 2009, Casada was one of the plaintiffs in a lawsuit in federal court. It was Captain Pamela Barnett versus Barack Hussein Obama, which claimed that Barack Obama was not an American. Oh, no. And therefore ineligible to be president of the United States. I mean, uh, I... <laughs> this is 2009, so he's already elected. Yeah, no, I, rem- I remember this. <laughs> Like, I just remember this, these stupid birthers, like, so he's one of these fucking assholes, right? What idiots. (laughs) Judge David O'Carter. Racist idiots. It's totally racist. Judge David O'Carter ruled that Casada and other state legislators did not have standing to sue since the supposed harm they feared was, quote, highly speculative and conjectural, end Mm. quote. In April 2011, Casada tried to repeal a workplace non-discrimination bill for sexual orientation and gender identity in Nashville. In an interview, he explained he was trying to, quote, create a uniform environment across the state, similar to what the Interstate Commerce Clause does for our country. And he's trying to do this for everybody, treat everybody the same, right? 
Okay. Because we know how well that's worked out for women and people yeah. of color to be treated the same as white, white men, right? The bill was supported by David Fowler's socially conservative Family Action Council of Tennessee oh, and the Log Cabin Republicans were opposed to it. Now, Log Cabin Republicans, these are gay Republicans. Yeah. And uh, they usually go with all along with everything that Republicans go along with, but they wouldn't go along with this because it would not benefit them, right? Right. In November 2015, Casada said he wanted to stop admitting Syrian refugees in Tennessee. He also wanted to return those who were already in the state to the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement. In October 2016, Casada ran for re-election against Democratic candidate Courtney Rogers, and he won the election by more than 17,000 votes, which is wow. a lot. In February 2017, he was selected to be the Republican majority leader in the House. He voted for Ted Cruz in the Republican primary of 2016 election and, of course, voted for Trump in the general. On March 4th, 2017, Casada was one of the main speakers at a rally in the Legislative Plaza in downtown Nashville to celebrate the policies of President Trump. Oh, my God. I mean, this is like the worst yeah. resume I've ever yeah. heard. <laughs> so just like our guy last week, Casada uh, has two scandals. Um, two scandals. Oh, okay. One that hits and it kind of it's bad. It blows up and it's bad. And he loses his position as speaker for, for it. But then the second one breaks and he's out like that's Ooh, it. Okay. So, Finally, someone's out. Here we go. Okay. So in May, 2019, several scandals broke out in the speaker's office from investigations that were conducted by a local station, television station, WTVF. Yes. First, I love that. <laughs> journalistic come on. Yes. Come on. Yeah, investigations. Yes. First, it was uncovered that Casada's chief of staff, his name was Cade Cothran, had possibly attempted to frame Justin Jones, a local civil rights activist, for <gasps> violating a restraining order. Oh, God. Now, this Cade Cothran, I'll put pictures of him in our uh, notes. He looks like all the legislative aides, right? Like, there are always these younger dudes who wear their suits. You know, they have those nice suits. And uh, they look like the typical frat fraternity douche, right? Yeah. Uh, our good friend Chip Marka has one of these guys working for him. He's an asshole. You're an asshole. And uh, I, fucking, I fucking hate this guy. I'm not going to name his name because he's not worth it, but he's running his campaign again right now. Oh yeah. my God. So uh, that claim was later found to be false by a special prosecutor appointed to the case. But the text messages that they found uh, showed Casada received one racially charged and several sexually explicit text messages from Coffrin talking about like other people, other women that worked there, things like that. Oh. So he resigns his position, Cawthorne does the aide on May 6, 2019. Several lawmakers then encouraged Casada to resign as House Speaker as more information was revealed in the investigation. So here's some of those other things that were revealed. Ooh. One, it was uncovered that Casada hired Michael Lofty, a political operative on the House payroll, but did not have to report to work daily. That's okay, nice. so he's paying this guy. Yeah. He was only required to come in when needed. And Lofty was tasked with spinning a story to make Representative David Byrd, who I talked about the last, last episode, he hired him to make David Byrd's sexual assault accusers look like they were fabricating their story. Oh. Okay. So in that so story. This is why he's on the payroll. That's why he's on the payroll. To wow. spin and tell stories to make these wow. girls who were 15, 16 at wow. the time. And nice. were of so, nice you know, guys yeah These are nice guys to cover up that's how i found david bird's story i was like what is this so uh the second thing was that the fbi opened an investigation on the controversial vote he had on educational savings accounts like school vouchers um something shady was going on there i didn't really get to look into it another thing was members of the house of representatives noticed there was an additional research analysis hired but they were hired to be hall monitors to track other members of the of the house body so he was hiring people on the payroll to spy, to look and follow other house members. It's like wow. Nixon kind of, right? Wow. Yeah. What is he so worried? Oh, he just wants dirt. Yeah. Does he want to blackmail people? I think people? so. And I think that's why like when David Bird, who had COVID and almost fucking died, like on the last episode I talked about, goes along with like, yeah, we shouldn't mandate massive vaccines. And they're like, this it's is because what we he did knows. That, yeah, yeah. This guy was doing these things for him. Wow. 
On May 8th, 2019, Casada apologized to his GOP colleagues and said that he would unify the House with an action plan. Oh. He then met with the Tennessee Black Caucus and state legislators on May 20th, 2019. And later that day, that caucus announced that they had lost confidence in his ability to leave and asked for his resignation. So they wow. meet with him and they're like, no, this guy's fucked. Yeah. So, which I love. The Tennessee mm. House Republican Caucus met to discuss their future with Casada as speaker. After a three-hour meeting, the vote was 45 to 24 in favor of a no-confidence resolution. Ooh, That's huge. They turned yeah. their back on him, right? After the resolution was adopted, Republican Governor, oh, he was a Republican, Republican Governor Bill Lee announced that he would consider holding a special session of the legislator, legislature to hold a removal vote if he did not resign. And on wow. May, so and then on May 21st, 2019, Casada announced he will be resigning as Speaker of the House. But not but, from the seat stay in the seat wow what a jerk what do you think about that like why wouldn't jerk. you just leave altogether just leave because right. he because these people cannot leave right i mean he's hiring spies he's hiring like s- storytellers like yeah he wants this power yeah and he probably has dirt on other people he yes. has to that's what i was thinking he but they has still to. voted to remove him which is like but he stayed in the seat and they were okay with that, which again, I don't fucking get either. Like if you- Because they're a- like, they're probably like, all right, we need to show that we did something. Yeah. Right. And so then we could say, oh no, we removed him from the seat, right? We took some action. Yeah. And it's just they're like, not going to I feel it. like if one stinks, you all stink. You yeah. Know? Okay. So here's how I found him. This major scandal happens, Ooh. which is so fucking great. Yes. In January, 2021, Casada was one of several current and former Tennessee legislators whose homes and offices were raided by the FBI in relation to an investigation into the laundering of campaign funds. Oh, he's taking money. (laughs) So good. In March 2022, federal prosecutors alleged in court documents that Casada his former chief of staff, Cade Cothran, who I mentioned earlier, and former Tennessee House member Robin Smith had prominent roles in, set of, set, in setting up a shadowy Chattanooga-based public relations firm known as Phoenix Solutions. Uh-oh. So Phoenix Solutions LLC would be used to provide mail and consulting services for members of the Tennessee General Assembly, which is like the House and the Senate, and also served as a source for laundering illicit campaign money. Wow. <laughs> They're just funneling money. They're just funneling money through this. This reminds me a lot of what's happening right now in Florida with ghost candidates. There was a ghost candidate in Miami that took votes away from a Democrat and the Republican won the seat. And um, now we're finding out that tons of people were behind that and they're all being found guilty. The in Seminole County, the GOP leader, uh, uh, president of the GOP in Seminole County, Florida, was just found guilty yesterday or the day before so like that's a small potato compared to like the other people who are in there and they're all fucking going down for it oh i can't wait till that by the way not worth it you're head of a fucking caucus why you're a volunteer you're gonna cover up candidate what are you doing get get what are you doing yeah it's stupid yeah participants in the scheme falsely claimed that the firm was operated by an experienced political consultant named Matthew Fa- uh, Phoenix, right? Oh my! But he God. was fictitious. There's no such person as Matthew Phoenix. Oh Several state lawmakers were alleged to have participated in the scheme, with Cothran engineering the kickbacks, which were given to Casada Smith and other assembly members. Wow! So people are paying into this thing to like get mailers or whatever, but that money was then going. You know, it was like a it was laundering, right? You put it to here, but then it was it's a little back. slush fund, man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Court documents suggested that both uh, Casada and Cothran provided te- court testimony acknowledging the roles which Smith and other Tennessee General Assembly members had in the kickback scheme, though they were not named. So these other people weren't named yet. Smith pled to a single count of honest service wire fraud, while also alleging that she and Casada pressured the House Republican caucus and lawmakers to do business with Phoenix Solutions, including work on taxpayer-funded mailers. Ooh. So how much did they funnel in? Did it ever? It didn't say. I don't see. Mm. This is still so new that we don't really know that kind of details yet. Yeah. So all we know right now, like the aftermath of this is like former uh, state rep, Robin Smith, who resigned after being indicted uh, on federal wire fraud charges will testify against House Speaker Glenn Casada. 
Good. Uh, yeah. Attorney David Bridgers. She, she did. Attorney David Bridgers of Nashville said, quote, the plea agreement contemplates that defendant will cooperate with the government in this and related cases. It is anticipated that the defendant, uh, Robin Smith, will testify United States versus Casada at all. Recently set trial for October 25th, 2022. Ooh, it's coming up. Yeah, the defense uh, and the government suggest that the sentencing hearing in this case could be projected by the end of January 23 at the very earliest, giving the projected length of the Casada case and multiple defendants. So we don't know. Ooh, like, what's I can't wait. Happen, we'll have to do but... an update on like, oh my God. does he go to jail? But How like, much money? How dirty is this guy? so I mean, bad he's spying on people yeah he he's he's up to no good yeah he's up to no good but i wonder with all of his spying he's probably spying on people because he knows that he's doing shady right. stuff and so he, he wants to it... maybe know like do they know what i'm up to yeah and he uses it against them right like you know that, what, he, yeah. that david bird is so silly with the fucking yeah. gas and the vaccines even though he almost fucking i can't wait for you to see that guy's picture Oh, like he almost wait. dies and he's still coming out against it. And it's because they had all this. They helped discredit sexual assault victims. My God. Like, what kind of person are you that that's what you, you know? And then that, what, what kind of person are you that says, yeah, I'll take that job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They had to pay him a lot. I mean, they put him on the payroll and, and that was all he was. He didn't, never came to work. Yeah. <laughs> must be nice as be needed scumbag. as needed must be nice to be a scumbag yeah but tennessee yeah. is one of those states where it's a red state you're expecting but there's democrats that work there but still it's a red state and they have to, and this is the kind of fucking people that are leading i expect shit like this to come out like like when the seminole county gop chair is found guilty in court did DeSantis send his uh voter attack team that he's going yeah. across the state to arrest 20 people did he no. send them to seminole county to see what's no. going on with the gop there no because he doesn't did he, care did he send them to the villages in fucking north florida where people voted twice and were convicted no. for it that were republicans no. did he send them to the villages to investigate with his fucking attack dog uh yeah i mean Nachi it's very clear it's very clear that that this is just directed to democrats yeah. just for his campaign i mean yeah. He's such a showboater. Yeah. You know? And what is he, when it comes down to it, what has he actually done that stuck? You know what I mean? Like all of these things that he passes go to court and yeah. get thrown out and go to court and get thrown out. Like what has he done that's actually stuck after all of these years? That's good. Like, what is it? Nothing. 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 But he's gotten a lot of great press along the way for his presidential runs. Mm. Wow. And again, it's it's these voters are going to vote for someone who is selfish, who has his own agenda, who is is making his little pathway to the presidency and they can't see it. Yeah, they can't see that he's using them and and using their little triggers mm. to boost Which, his way up. By the way, I don't even think that they know their triggers. I don't think any of these people are offended by any of these things until someone tells them they should be offended yeah. by it. It's true. You know what I mean? Like half these people don't, this is what's happening in public schools. This has been happening in public schools forever. These are the books that your children have been reading that are, you've never been offended by until yeah. now you're offended. Yeah. Get the fuck. Half these people complain they don't even have their kids. They're like grandparents. Their kids don't even go to their grandkids. It's don't the go. stupidest thing. What the thing. fuck are you talking about? Get the fuck out of here. It's stupid. It's stupid. Ugh. I hate it all. Me too. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm such a, like a, Debbie Downer with my Rona, but oh girl, I'll be back. That's I'll be okay. back at it. It's diff. It's it's also hard to not be together doing it. I know. Like it's as so far as like fun together, I know it is. It is. But know. that's okay. Listen, shit happens. Life happens. You know, if you all were, if if we had like millions of dollars a week that were coming in from this podcast, I'd be like, oh, we can't put out content that's like yeah. Zoom. I'd be like, we have to pull it together, but again like like true volunteers we make no money on this podcast yeah so p.s uh support us on patreon yeah please please look then we can get us. a studio look at us yeah we need a studio help then we us can out. get a recording studio tina can sit 10 feet away from me and we yeah can we can have like covid glass <laughs> we'll have covid glass separating us we can have an engineer the comes around we can have an engineer not just an engineer that sits there and laughs at our jokes in my dining room but like i a mean real, but that like, would 
like a real engineer fun. yeah we, yeah he's adorable we can have like a real engineer who like edits this for us and oh my god and, like, please some, where are you so wants who, to apply someone we who makes our graphic anything. yeah someone who can make we our can graphic. supply coffee maybe donuts yeah and oh, you donuts. can I mean then you're in our company yeah oh yeah who doesn't want that I mean that's payment enough bitch please hi <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my god we i my dream for this podcast is i don't have to work anymore yeah and so we we just do this yeah we, we do the stories we record and then we never yes. see it again somehow it appears online the graphics yes. are up the someone's posting for us we don't do guys shit. can you make this happen i mean we've been here for you yeah Three, oh, wait, for this us. is our third fucking year motherfuckers come on help us out help us out oh you know help, what's gonna help us out <laughs> you know what's coming up i wanted to see if you wanted to go to was uh, the women who podcast convention have you seen that oh it's like yeah, in dc it? or philadelphia or something oh. i think i don't know maybe november what do you think about oh. that maybe i gotta see the the time the time frame <sighs> right well my damn schedule and then um podcast i think is in january i know we well we gotta go to that come on That'll yeah, be Orlando. I, think we should, I think I think we could do that one this year. Yeah, we should do it. Are you going to try to get us to be speakers again? You yeah, I got to see if something comes. I well, I think they wrote us back, and they, it ended up in like a junk thing. The and thing then, about Podfest is that you have to be BFF with that guy. It seemed to be like only people talking were people they were friends with. Yeah, who you've never heard of. Like it's not like yeah. people have heard of them as far as podcasters. Like yeah. Hi, by podcast. the way, hi Podfest. <laughs> We're ready, podcast. Here's me on podcast like this. Ooh. By the way, I watched this podcasting video the other day. This is probably for offline, but who cares? You guys can hear it. Y'all like us. Yeah. Uh, the guy, they, there was this guy on stage and they were interviewing him, right? And he had this microphone and he was, they were asking a question about like, um, like where do you, about social media and podcasts. And, and he goes, there's no one way to do it. You should just put yourself all over, like just sprinkle yourself all over. And I'm like, that's what I thought you were supposed to yeah. be doing, right? Like people, and by the way, how come people don't know that? Like, why does this guy have a video out where he's telling people how to fucking put shit on social media? Like, I think so because dumb. there, I think because there are people who think who, one place. Well, no, but I think there's also people who are, you know, fifties and sixties who are podcasting who don't know, oh God, like where to go. You know what What's I mean? What's that podcast sound like? Well, they, I mean, some of them are good. Oh, like Mark Marin, but he's been doing it forever. <sighs> I even looked up how old he is. I'm like, is he too old or is he cute? I just don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> On his Instagram, he has these guitar, like he plays guitar and I'm just what? like watching this and I'm like, what is happening here? What is happening? What's his story? How old is he? He's 64. Hey. Oh, he I could know. be a sugar daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I want a sugar. You're right. But I don't know if he's, does he have, I mean, he's got to have money, right? He could, yeah, he'll shower you with songs. Let's see, I, and, here's the problem with the sugar. When you say sugar daddy, you have to be a sugar baby. And honey, look at this, look at this. Yeah, but you're, his, you're still, you guys are wrinkle, still. Wrinkle, wrinkle, You guys are still May, December. It just has to be May, it's December. True. 20 years. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's the cat. Yeah, maybe Mark Marin could be my sugar daddy. Oh my God, let's make it happen. Oh Hi. God, could you imagine? I'd be so annoyed. <laughs> what happens if your sugar daddy's payment doesn't go through? Like, what do you do when you're, do you have to call your sugar daddy and be like, my money didn't come? Yeah. I just imagine that's how a sugar baby talks. She's like, hey, sugar daddy, my money didn't come through this month. <laughs> like, how do you talk if you're a sugar yeah. baby? You didn't Venmo me. Baby, I didn't get my money, daddy. It would would just be like emojis. It would just be a text. (laughs) And like money, money, like the big lips. And then like, you know, yeah. (laughs) Like the crying, like the big, the big eyes. Like, yeah. I didn't get my money, daddy. Like, where's my money? Money, (laughs) cry face, then the big lips and an eggplant. And like, Oh my god, it's so good! It's so good. Teenagers combine it would just be emojis. Oh my god! Ugh. And then he sends the money, and I'm like, "How happy!" Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Maybe I should have uh, sent that to my boss when my paycheck clears on Friday. I'm like, "Yay!" <laughs> <laughs> 
thanks for thanks for paying me oh my god it's too much it's too much oh my god Aww. yeah I think my sugar baby days are over honey they're over no oh yeah I'm, no I'm good. I'm good no no yeah, yeah I'm good I'm happy okay. I'm right. happy I'm content Aww. I'm good I'm good yay I'm good. lots of love <laughs> I'm happy so I guess that's it I'm gonna go crawl into bed for a while oh girl yes oh god <laughs> god bless you for getting on here oh my god Tina. well I'll see I can't wait to hear about your trip well Yay! this is coming after your trip yeah so, so be, yeah. you'll hear about the trip a week after yeah I'll send you pictures <laughs> yay <laughs> I'm gonna be in the pool I'll be walking around Key West trying to avoid uh, Rona and Key West I have a feeling everybody in those bars, you know, those bars are like, Uh, yeah. But by the time you get the Rona, it'll be, um, you'll be back (laughs) and it doesn't matter. Right. And you already had it. I mean, yeah, I've had it recently. I've had it. I've had it a month ago. So like, I was thinking, we're like, now we're vax, we're boosted. Now we have it, so we should be good for what three months, six months. I think so. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm I mean, going with that. I don't want to do this again. I got to tell you. No, no, no. Me too. That's how I felt. Like I do not oh. want to ever get this again. Oh my god. Not good. What about people? We know. I, I know people have had it like three times. The fuck. I don't know how they. I mean, my my children, I think, have had it three times now. Oh like, my what? god, really? They had it like the um in 2021 like right before school started then they had it in may 2022 and i think maybe they had it now gave it to me mm. i don't need i don't even know i don't know okay. i don't know what's going on all That's right <laughs> well i will see you next week then okay bye, bye. If you want to see any photos or take a deeper dive into our stories, please go to our website, www.themuckpodcast.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Muck Podcast and on our Twitter at Muck Podcast. To support The Muck Podcast, please visit our Patreon page. We have three levels of support with exclusive content, Muckraker, Policy Wonk, or Bleeding Heart. We can't do this without you.